Hey, y'all. It is episode five of Manly Musings. Thanks for coming and, and joining us again. Um, it's Merritt and Kevin. Um, we're going to jump into something I think about 95% of people or maybe more uh, partake in, especially this time of year, fantasy sports. I know I'm a big fantasy football guy. Kevin, I know is as well. Um, but we're going to dive into that a little bit, talk a little bit about you know, why we do it, if we're in different leagues, if we do different sports, all that fun jazz. I know there's baseball, hockey, basketball, football, maybe alternate sports. I don't know. I'm not that big into the alternate sports, so maybe there is. Um, but let's kind of dive in. Real quick, Mary, don't forget also – Hello to all of our viewers watching on YouTube right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So forgot. let's make sure we are shouting out all of our viewers on the YouTube. It's, I believe, is just Manly Musings Podcast. That's the name. Uh, hold on. I'll pull it right up. I have it right here. I told space. It is uh, Manly Musings. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Manly Musings Podcast is our YouTube. Uh, so go ahead. Take, you know. You can watch us be idiots on YouTube. It's great. And yeah, yeah I mean, honest, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a huge, avid YouTube watcher. So if you guys want to watch us on YouTube, if for some reason you don't have the time to put it on when you're driving or something, feel free to watch us. We have some fun, you know, get, we're getting some content for you guys. So yeah, let's, let's, shall we just jump right in? Oh, wait. We- uh, do do, we, to, am I missing anything? We do have to mention that we have our own Instagram account now. Yeah. Um, Manly Musing Podcast. I made that last night, literally on out of the wind, being like, hey, I should probably do this since we have some listeners and we have some people following us and some people interested in what we do. Um, so feel free, take a listen to that. It is on there. Uh, we'll post, you know, our episodes, our pictures. Um Maybe we'll do some fun little things on there as well, but really just follow us on our little journey of this podcast and see where things go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. So, so we got the Instagram in, we got the YouTube plugin. Well, shall we jump right in? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this right now. I do have the West Virginia game on and they're up 50 to 36 right now. Um, they are now get the go. ball rolling. Like they, Neil just hit a nice three. Like, Yeah. It's 10, there's 11 minutes left in this game. This game is under wraps as long as they don't do a colossal. Yes. We're going to get, we're going to get to our Mountaineers in college basketball in a second, but so any, any follow-up from last week's episode, do you have anything that you could think of merit? Uh, The Travis Scott fragment, uh, Jordan Dunk Lowe's are fire. I wore those around the house today for the first time in two months since I bought them. Wow. They're very nice um and that's that's kind of my follow-up i don't i don't have yeah anything else from we we kind of covered a lot last week with uh our sneaker collection and other yeah, speaking of sneaker collection totally added a couple more to my list uh just you know shout out to getting lucky i got me the sakai's in and, and i also dunks. yes and i got me a pair of the georgetown dunks so that is that there and then I, I do want to say this before you go ahead, Merritt. You know, I had some people hit me up about last week's episode about us talking about the gentleman from the white Red Sox that passed away. 
if I offended anybody with some of my comments, you know, listen, you got to hopefully everyone understands we are still very new to this. We're learning our voices out here. But if I did offend anybody, I would like to apologize because Lord only knows I don't want to make anybody angry. We're just trying to have fun. We're just trying to talk sports because we love it. But yeah, uh, it was, we started off somber in the beginning, and I'm so I, sorry if I offended I gotta anybody. St- I got to say, though, the pine greens that I got, those things are fire. Oh, see, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I know you keep rubbing not, this in, Merritt. You keep rubbing this in. I'm I did jealous. not think they were going to be as nice as they were. And then I put them on and I'm going, yeah, I like these. These things are these things are nice. I wore those yesterday. Um, but I know we did say that we we're going to do things every week now. So last week, oh, yes. we decided, segment um, time, segment time. We're going to wear a different shirt for Kevin for wrestling and a different hat for me. Cause that's kind of our, our thing. Um, Kevin, why don't you kick us off? What do you got on? Oh yes. So I actually put it up on my Instagram. If you want to follow me, it is at kquava624. but shout out. I'm going to angle for those that are just listening. I'm angling my camera down. Shout out to the Wolfpack out here. Taking it back to my WCW days. It says run with the pack. You actually see this on my Instagram. If, uh, you guys follow me, but that is my wrestling shirt for the day. Shout that's out to the older sibling. Yes. Right there. That's, that, right there, that's people. It. Yes, that's the one. Shout out to the older sibling, my sister, fellow, a.k.a. the philanthropist, my sister, Gigi, for getting me this when she went to Hawaii. Shout out to Harbors Vintage and Waikiki that sold this. So shout out to you guys. I'm When I'm going to Hawaii in about a month, so maybe I could take a trip there to see if I can get any fun vintage that I could wear on our show. And yeah, uh, Merritt, I see your hat. So can we can we what like can we get yeah. the story of what we're wearing? So um, I don't know if anyone knows, but I live here now on Long Island. Um, and Strong this Island. Is, this is one of the larger and more local breweries here, uh, Blue Point Brewery. It's about ten minutes from my house. It oh, is dope. really nice. It's in uh, Patchogue basically right in the middle of downtown uh, next to the Y and my wife and I found it and I'm like, I love this place. It's fantastic. So do they sell food there? Oh yeah. They have food. They, they have like a big band stand upstairs, like all open kind of concept when it's nice out, like garage doors type windows uh, and all fancy, that. Fancy. Um, all right. But, so if, for the, for our listeners, uh, to give us uh give us one beer from there that you think would be great. And then uh, a little, whatever, food they have that you would recommend if somebody were to go there all right so food i would have to say if you're going with a bunch of people get like the big plate nachos those things are fire i feel like uh, you can't fail with nachos like no, you have you to be can't. a loser to fail at making nachos and like these are phenomenal we've gone a couple times with some of our friends here and it's usually four of us and we can all house that thing and it, it's a lot of food and i don't feel ple- like i there's no pleasure in me saying i eat like three quarters of it by myself (laughs) (laughs) um but that's fine um the beer honestly they're all really good there's a rastafarian style uh beer um but also and i I, it pains me to say this it the pinstripe pilsner which is their yankee beer oh i've had that they have that that is a good good. beer so I, i i'll go with that one on what kind of beer i would like to drink there um but yeah it's a nice little spot i've gone i've gone about five six times probably go again i'm gonna have to go visit so we can go 
Oh yeah, bro. We will. Yes. When right. it, whenever it gets a little, whenever life gets a little less crazy. Uh, what's, what do you mean? Life's always crazy. That's a good uh, point. All right. So let's jump into, so we'll start with the worst thing that happened this past weekend. Uh, West Virginia decided to forget how to play football. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's fun. I feel like, I don't know. We've been, I've been alumni from West Virginia since 2012 you know, started really following them when I was in school in 2009 when they were as a freshman. I just feel like every year there is just one of these losses that is like you just it's the one that you remember throughout the season because it was just so bad. You don't know what happened. It's like they just decide to not show up that day. But yeah, and I think that was at home too, which is like oh, yeah. makes it even worse. It was at home and they retired Major Harris's number. Yeah, and I mean, that's you, Stills gets a block and an interception in the same game. Like he he balled out, but that was about it. No one else showed up. Letty couldn't get past the line of scrimmage. Doge stopping him. Do, he, I don't even know. Like, granted, Garrett Green tried to do an outrun and bring the ball in. Fender just punched the thing right out and gone. It's like these little mistakes. And granted, the rest of the schedule is pretty easy. We have Kansas State, I believe, this weekend, Texas next week, and then Kansas, then Kansas. something like that. It's I know we have Texas next week. I just can't yeah. remember which Kansas we have. I what are we? Is it we're four and five now? We're four and five. So we just need two, two out of three to just get us to a bowl, and then it, I we can make it. And Texas just lost their number one receiver. He is done. Uh, he he left the team. So oh wow, for us that's good. Um, but let's kind of skip the sadness that that brings uh, and pains me to talk about. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard this story about your Steelers running back Najee Harris um, and Grip. So Grip is a um, it's, oh Jesus. Um, it's a family house I can, and I, now it's slipping my mind exactly what it is um, but it's for p- people or families that are underprivileged and homeless to homeless shelter basically um, and that's where he grew up for the majority of his life he grew up in cars grew up in the streets all these things um, but if I don't know if, if any of you guys have watched the NFL draft he actually had his draft party there at grip and since he's been drafted has turned everything around like they redid all the floors gave him all the he's done so much i 100 suggest that you guys will read the article on espn yes so phenomenal article this guy is a phenomenal human being i hate the steelers but i, would I know you Naj- do i would get a Najee harris jersey just for this story because it, it's yes. amazing it's so- great yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know, so GRIP stands for Greater Richmond Interfaith Program. It is in, I want to say, California. Mm-hmm. And pretty much it just talks about the ESPN article discusses of how, you know, he pretty much was, he pretty much was grown up and raised there. Um, and like Merritt just said, he talked about, you know, he had his draft party there. And then he's been donating to this place because he wanted to help it out. And I, I mean, honestly, 
big fan of Najee Harris, not just because he's a stealer. I mean, he did he put in work when he was in the University of Alabama. And honestly, like that just tells you the type of person he is. Like yeah. he cares about the people and he, you know, he's he's a giving person. And honestly, you just kind of wish, especially for the NFL, you just kind of wish you heard more of that nowadays, as opposed to some of the stuff that you hear on the regular. Yeah. So this was good. I, I, I like the power of positivity here. And tonight, college basketball? Oh, oh yes. College our, basketball. Our Mountaineers are winning. They're up by 15 right now with uh, just – Oh, just under nine and a half minutes to play against Oakland. Um, Always a good time this time of year. It's the middle of football, start of basketball. Uh, if you're a college sports fan, this is a great time. Start mm-hmm. The weather's starting to get a little bit colder, a.k.a. that means you know it's basketball season. And, you know, I, I'm excited. I'll be honest, I haven't been able to catch up too much with what's going on on college hoops. Uh I, I, I need to know who's the top freshman. I don't really know where some of them are. I feel like they're not anywhere They've important, got, or I just don't know anything about them, truthfully. Like, I guess the number one overall recruit went to Gonzaga, um, but he's a beanpole. Yeah. Of a, he's a beanpole. But I know basketball is changing, so you're these more is, slender kind of people yeah, are fit it better, is, but it's fine. It is um, definitely interesting. It's amazing how – just like maybe like, you know, a decade ago, the focus was if you're a big guy, you need to be like 200 something strong. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to get me rebounds where now it's you could be a little bit more skinnier. You And I'm cool with you shooting threes as opposed to you just getting rebounds. It's a very interesting dynamic. Um, oh, yeah. But the college landscape is is changing, as is the NBA landscape with the way it's being played. So can we can we touch base on the NBA real quick? Sure. I know it's not in here, but I added something to our list to talk about real quick. Yes. Um, oh, I see that. Oh, I see that one. Okay. I love the NBA this year. For the past like seven, eight years, I've really had no interest in watching the NBA. Everything was a foul. Everything was a touch. Oh no. Watching James Harden not get to the line 30 times a game is phenomenal. It's some of these calls, though, I have watched a couple of games and went, wow, we don't <laughs> call this, but we're calling that. Okay. Well, it's early in the season. We're figuring it out, but I do like They're going to the figure f- it out as they go on. I definitely and, think so. And I love the fact that they literally are letting them play basketball. Like, yes. Touch I'm with it. The I'm hits, with it. The, the, the little hand checks, whatever. That's what you and I grew up with in the early 90s, early Agreed. 2000s. Like, that's some of the best. That's basketball to me. Like, that, stop calling all these kind of ticky tack fouls. You know, um, I will touch on. I don't know if you saw the whole beef with uh, the Joker and the, the Morris twins. Uh, oh, did I miss last? that, dude? Um, so, what the Nuggets were playing the Heat last night in in Denver, I think, okay. and. Something must happen early in the game between Mark Keith Morris and Nokovac Djokovic um, because they have beef. I don't know what happened. Um, missed shot. Nokovic brings the ball up uh, and Morris basically drops his shoulder and hits him. 
Uh, so foul there. Morris is walking away. Djokovic just snaps, runs behind him, and drops his shoulder into Morris's back. Oh, decks him, takes him out. Um, that's awesome. Well, that's not awesome, but like, <laughs> yeah, what's hey. what you say? Um, yeah, that's very true, but <laughs> but like. You know, sometimes I, I like I like when those players fight back because they look at Djokovic, Djokovic and he, you know, they think he, they keep pushing him around. But no, man, you know, you I, fight for it. That's the best way basketball is. You got to fight for it. But so like Jimmy Butler's all yelling and getting mad. It's like, all right, Jimmy, sh- just just stop. Just just go sell your coffee. Just, just sell your silly coffee. Um, But like. I get it. I've been that player on both sides where I've given a hard foul and I've walked away, gotten hit. I've been the one that gets hit and then dropped my shoulder or somebody like I've been there and it's all an emotional thing at that point in time. Well, it has escalated to a Twitter war basically between the more um, Marcus Morris, who I believe plays for the Lake or the Clippers um, right now. I think he's on the Clippers right now. And and the Djokovic twins. So his older brothers who I don't know if anyone saw the playoffs last year, but they were held back on the court side by three security guards because they're massive Serbians and you don't mess with them. They're not people you want to mess with. That is a fact. Basically going back and forth of, you know, more saying, watch your back now. And, and the twins going, all right, we got you. We, we, you know, don't worry about us. We, you want to come at us? Well, we're ready. And I'm going, yeah, I put money on the Serbians. And the Morris twins are like scary. Like they, they are the bad boys really. And the they're NBA the bad days. boy guys of like the NBA of this age. Yeah. But they're still weak and pathetic compared to majority of the bad boys that we are used to. Um, but I just want to touch on that. But I saw that today, and I'm going, "Wow! Oh boy! Like, oh goodness! We'll see what happens." I mean, everybody loves a good Twitter war nowadays, so we shall only see what happens after that. Oh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Djokovic goes and plays against the other Morris twin, and what that Morris twin does, because you know he's going to be head hunting. He's yeah. head hunting. Um, now I see your I see your next one and I'm like I was like I wonder if we're gonna end up talking about this. I didn't think about it because like I wrote these notes out Sunday and wasn't even thinking about him. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. cleared waivers today. Um, Shout out to Odell. Honestly, I want to say this: he had no business being in Cleveland. In my opinion, he's too Hollywood. He's too much of that superstar that. He, he needs he needs to be in a bigger city like New York, yeah. in my opinion, was perfect for him. And Cleveland, is, I think, is a little too down for his swagger. And then if I from from what I heard and was reading, you know, him and Baker were just never on the same page. So, yeah, it, fresh it, start for both sides, Cleveland and Odell. I think it would be extremely helpful. And he so like I said, he cleared waivers. So that means he can sign as a free agent anywhere, which doesn't surprise me that he cleared because it, the team that would have signed him if he didn't clear waivers would owe him $7.5 million for the rest of the year. Oh gosh. Um, his contract's enormous. That's it's crazy. Um, 
So he can go sign wherever he wants. I've heard reports that the Packers are his number one choice. Interesting. But I've heard the Raiders were interested. I've heard Seahawks were interested. I've heard Seahawks. I I take the Raiders out of the consideration now because they signed Deshaun Jackson. Okay. Um, So... And I heard um, the New England Patriots were also very I, interested. Right before we jumped on this podcast, uh, I saw a tweet pop out um, from Mike Reese saying that the Patriots have been in touch with Odell's camp just to see where his head's at, what his thought process is. I'm going, please, with a question mark, because I like Odell. I think he brings that swagger that you need on a team at certain mm-hmm. times but he also is very much full of drama. We all seen that off the field in New York and in Cleveland on the field as well. So I know he has a great deal of respect for Bill Belichick from his interviews. He's literally come out and said that Um, he's like, I would love to play for this guy, blah, blah, blah. I just am a little hesitant because you have a quarterback that is a rookie who's Playing okay. He's definitely the best out of the five rookies for sure. Um, but they're not opening up the ball downfield too much. They're not throwing it deep. Um, granted, Aguilar is your only quote unquote deep weapon, uh, and he drops about 95% of the balls that are thrown <laughs> wide open to him. Um, but yeah, I don't, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I think it'll happen pretty quick. I, I don't assume him being a free agent past Thursday, to be honest. If you could pick one team that you think he'd be going to, what would it be if you could just think of one? If I can think of one, I Or pick, think, take two. Take two, just to mix it up. I think I would go with the Seahawks mm-hmm. because of Russell Wilson. Um, it would give him a better – not saying that you know Metcalf and Lockett aren't great because they are and they're both – phenomenal athletes and great NFL players talk about the, how much he could get open with those other two. Right. Ooh. But uh, then you'd have to scheme around three wide receivers that are perennial powerhouses. Metcalf, you know, is going to catch at least one touchdown a game, have almost 80 to hundred yards. Ty Lockett. The guy is a beast. Like he's super small, but super fast and can get open. Yeah. He's um, he crushing it. So those two get, you know, get the number one, number two corners on them. Beckett's going across the middle with a linebacker or safety. Oh, my money's on him all day. Um, oh, yeah. The other one, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think they could do it. Um, I think they would sign him for the rest of this year and probably next year. Um, maybe give him like a two-year contract where the third year is like a player option. And they've done that a few different times with other players in the past. Um, but I could see this being like the same idea with Randy Moss when they brought him oh, in in 07. God, and- he was – like I'm a huge Randy Moss fan. And honestly, I, I, I remember that Super Bowl because I think that was the Super Bowl they were going against the New York Giants. It was their undefeated season. Yeah, and I wanted – the Patriots to win only because I thought Randy Moss deserved to get one because yeah. he was a, such a team player that year. And I think that, and Randy even came out and said like he could see Becca uh, Odell fitting well in new England because of the same idea. Um, it would give the Patriots, like I said, a deep ball threat. 
You can get rid of Nikhil Harry. Thank God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And maybe move on from, you know, Devin Asiasi, who has yet to touch the field this year. um, And a couple, maybe one or two other guys, um, which is fine. You know, you take Odell and, and then Bourne's open more. Myers is open even more. Even Aguilar would be open more. So mm-hmm. you're op- you'd open up your playbook a lot more. Um, those are my two teams, I think. Wh- where do you think you could see him going? I definitely agree with Seattle. I think I really like that dynamic of when Russell's healthy, he has another star receiver to go to. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do two outlandish picks oh, just because it's fun. One, not so outlandish, but they've done this in the past with some veterans. What about your Kansas City Chiefs? No, I don't. I, I could. I would say yes, but they gra- they grabbed Gordon. Oh yes, they do have Gordon. So, I totally forgot about that. And, and Hartman's good, and Tyree Kill's good. I, yeah, I there's too many people, too many, too many hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, he You're, and Odell would point. not. Very good point. And I could not see him doing him well in there. that. That's just going to be a disaster. Yeah. So, all right. So for one, I was definitely, I think just because of everything that happened that we talked about last week, I can really see the Raiders being an option. It's in Las Vegas. It's cool. You know, him in the black and silver. I can totally picture him being there and he'll be a star for Derek Carr. And it could help revitalize and that Oakland offense, you know, without rugs being in the fold anymore. Hunter Renfro has been stepping up. They have a new coach and they've been utilizing uh, Kenyon Drake as a, as a running back catching Darren Waller is still one of your top 10 tight ends in the league. So I could see him going there. And then honestly, and this is just to put this out there for, and this this is definitely not going to happen. People that are listening, this is definitely not going to happen, but honestly, why would he not want to come back to New York? You know, he he got traded. He didn't leave on his own accord. They traded him for because they thought they couldn't pay him enough. Um, you know, if he if he can get along with Daniel Jones, he he's that key receiver for for Daniel Jones. And you have Saquon Barkley. He's another offensive weapon. I mean, his fan base here in New York, working in the stadium, everybody loved Odell. Mm-hmm. He was great with the fans here. So, honestly, don't, don't even hit either, either door, either New York Giants or New York Jets. I could see it happening. Oh, Actually, he, I don't think the Jets would work because it's just – it's a it's a fire in that whole organization. I think but, the Giants don't work because he's already come out and said he wants to play for a team that's going to be a contender. Um, yeah. And the Giants are – they're not going to be contending for the next like eight they, years. They're not a dumpster fire like the Jets are and the Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars are. They're like a tr- a trash can fire that That's you very see true. people stand around at times. Oh, um, yeah. But I, it's going to be interesting. It's yeah, going to be I mean, interesting. I'm excited to see like what pops up like over the next couple of days what reports come out. Um, you said he wanted to go to a contender, right? Like I'm, I'm curious who is like the top of like NFL seating right now. Rams, Bucks, Bills. Uh, oh my goodness. Do you think he would ever think about going to the Bucks? 
there's so much star power there too. No, you have too much star power there. That would just be. Or the just, Ravens. I could see the Ravens. Ravens, I could see they all they really huh. have is Andrews and Marquise Brown. Like they signed Sammy Watkins, but Watkins hasn't do too, done too too much. Um, we'll see. I just feel I, yeah, for sure. Because I just feel like that's just not like. I know he wants to go to a contender, but I also feel like he's just a little too Hollywood to just go to just like a random contender. Oh, before we skip on six and two in the NFC East, Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it's Cooper. It's it's Cooper. It's CD lamb. It's CD lamb. But like, that's only two wide receivers. I mean, like everybody else on that team. Eh. Yeah, and you got the allure of Jerry Jones. Yeah, but Jerry Jones is—we all know Jerry is not the greatest human being in the world, and I think that would be the draw for Odell. Like, I bet he would want to play for with Dak because Dak. Let's be honest. Besides this past week where he came back from a high ankle sprain and calf injury, it was killing it. He was great until this week and comes back. Yeah, he's rusty. He hasn't played in two and a half weeks. Didn't think he'd be that rusty, but uh, my fantasy team did not enjoy that. <laughs> so with that, we'll segue into our topics for tonight. Uh, let's get into fantasy sports. Like, why? Why do we? Why do we do them? Why do we spend money on it? Yep. What is wrong with us? Let's be honest. There's something wrong with us. We like this glutton for punishment. Yeah, I mean, for me, like fantasy sports have just been a great way to get with my friends talk shop about football and sports and it's a good time um you know yes what we love about them is because of you know you you put some money on the line anybody would love it but it's a good time that you know when you get with your friends you get to talk sports and you can you know it's like that game of like all right who knows their stuff more you or me so um what about you, Merritt? What is what is your thing with 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 fantasy sports? Kind of same lines. Um, I got into fantasy football in high school with high school friends. Um, my first year doing fantasy was Adrian Peterson's rookie year, and oh, wow. I remember this because there was a Bra- uh, Bears running back at the same time named Adrian Peterson, um, and my buddy. So it was very weird. Like we would tell who we wanted, but we couldn't actually select them. So my buddy had to do it with however he created the draft. Um, So he grabbed the already in the league bears running back. And I'm like, wait, no, that's not the guy I want. I want the kid from Arkansas. Like he looks great. Yeah. I won that year because of Adrian Peterson. Um, Amazing. It was great. Um, But like, like you, Kevin, I love it because it gets me connected with all my, like some of my buddies, um, I'm in three different leagues this year. I'm in it with a really good friend of mine from college. My wife's in all three leagues that I'm in. Oh um, my gosh. How is that? Oh man. It's, it's fun because she knows football, but she doesn't know it super well. And, and neither okay. do I, I don't, I'm not a football guru at all. I'm not a fantasy football guru either. Um, but I know the sport a little bit more than she does. Um, and during the draft, it's like she she has this weird tonight, like thing that she, where she'll grab two kickers and two defenses. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why are you? She goes, well, because you know when you have to do. I'm like, huh? 
That makes no sense. Oh my but, gosh. But you know what? She has won couple years in a row she really she won money in my buddy's league last year oh my god and like like, i'm i can only imagine the trash talking she does to you uh uh, there's not much um she asked me every week uh for help like just see lineups and see who the teams are playing and all that um so help there but like my buddy and i will trash talk each other all all week especially this past week because i lost to him so he's just gonna brag me the whole time um but it, it's just a lot of fun to do the fantasy football and, and kind of go with the flow of everything getting through the season like i i always know by the end of the year i'm gonna have dropped about half my team and picked up some random <laughs> scrubs and usually that works this year it's not working um i'm failing miserably in one of my leagues my the other two leagues, I'm kind of like near the top middle of the pack right now. But my okay. my buddies league, um, I'm in dead last. Like, oh my gosh, it's, it's not even funny. I think my team scored like 40 points last week. And That's it was, hilarious. It was bad. I was like, uh, I give up. I don't even want to make <laughs> this league. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, like, I started doing fantasy sports because, um, it, it was a way to like hang out with friends but also it had me like more invested into the football season too um i didn't know too much about football so with me joining fantasy football it got me to be like all right yo it's like you gotta start knowing this gives me the excuse to watch on sundays and and that's why i i enjoy it because it got me to enjoy the watching the game of football because then i can follow players see how they're doing see if they're scoring and yeah, uh, you said you're in three leagues, Merrick. I'm in three as well. Uh, the one league that I uh, that is always the one that is crazy is the league that I'm in with my CrossFit gym. We've oh, done boy. it for ye- this is this is year number seven or eight, and I've done six out of the seven or eight seven out of the eight years. Um, there was just one year where I just they. I couldn't like make it to any of the drafts. They're like, well, you're either going to do this draft day or, or you're not. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to have anybody pick for me. Cause they were like, we'll just have somebody pick for you. No, I'm not going to have anybody pick for me. Cause then I'm way throwing away money that like I didn't put in the yeah, work for. I, I would so, never trust somebody to pick my team yeah, for me. So I decided like, you know, I I'll take the year off. You know, I would that the, the years before I was always the one that was in second place. So I was like, you, I'll have somebody else be in second place one year, and then I'll come back ready and rejuvenate the next. And there's this one guy in my league, shout out to my guy, Teddy. Um, he's a Ravens fan, and of course, I'm a Steelers fan. So oh, gosh. he talks all of this junk because I'm a Steelers fan, and I just let him know that he doesn't know what he's doing because he doesn't. And... We always talk trash. Um, I know I'm skipping a little bit ahead on our feed here, but like one of our best moments was this past, not the our draft that we just did, but last year's draft. Um, I was, I always tend to pick a defense in the middle of like the rounds. So uh, I decided to take the Steelers defense because they were rated number one. Mm-hmm. And I had like back-to-back picks. So he oh, just started like talking trash. 
And number two, the number two defense that year were the Ravens. So when he when it came back around to me, I was like, you know what? Screw it. The hell with this. I took Steelers defense and the Ravens. And it took both defenses. And the funniest part was, so he's like cursing at our one friend because one of our friends is, lives in Texas now and she does the draft from Zoom. So he's yelling at her like, you know, I can't believe you took my defense from me. I can't believe you took my defense from me. And it didn't take him until he looked at the board at the end when the draft was over and noticed that I was the one that took his defense. He was so hurt and so upset and that's if you think about a draft like like when you somebody takes your player when you plan on taking him it is like the most gut-wrenching thing ever because now you have to like rethink your whole strategy Mm -hmm. and it just like totally blows you up and especially if you do it during a live draft like the whole stress level just goes up because you know like everyone's looking at you now they're waiting for you to pick and now they, they see you're stressed out and now they're laughing at you and it, it becomes a whole deal. Yeah. And we always do a live draft every year in that league. So oh, yeah, it is, a, it is a, it is a, it is a joy. Uh, the two other leagues I'm in, one is with a friend from work at uh, MetLife stadium. He does, he, he worked at the food stand across from me. And he's like, yo, Kevin, you want to join this draft? I said, yeah. And they keep inviting me back every year. And then my third one, it's a really fun league. I would love to have him on our podcast. My buddy Jarrett from our gym. He's also my buddy that goes to all my wrestling uh, wrestling adventures with. But he has such, he's the, the GM of this league. And he has like, it's like such an organized league where it's like, it's laid out perfectly of like what the directions are, what you have to oh, do. Perfect. He has a full scoring system. So it's an $80 buy-in league. And then for every week, if you are the highest scoring team that you get $10. Nice. So like every week, like you, if you, you want to make sure you get the highest score, because then that's adds $10 to the bank. So there was one year I'd been in this league for three years. My first year I won eight of the weeks. So essentially I got my money back. Oh, nice. Before I even made it to the playoffs or anything, which is amazing. But yeah, so why we why do we hate them? I think one thing why I hate fantasy football leagues is you think about all of the time and effort that you spend on it. And when you get to the end and you like realize you lost because, oh, my God, I just didn't start so and so player. It like guts you because you're like, yeah. man, I could have had like a couple hundred dollars extra to go Christmas shopping and. No, I have to go ahead and lose to this loser. I know. I I hate the simple fact of like I love watching football, but then like I always catch myself like, oh, how did my team do? I'm like, yes, like, oh I need my god, like, I just want to watch the game. I don't care. I agree. Like, this this past week was like the first time where I actually like spaced about fantasy football and like left half my team. Like I left the kicker in that had was on by. I had I'm like, well, is what it is. But like. I think I hate that. And then, of course, when you're setting your lineup and you're going, okay, projections, this, this is like, you have to weigh like not just the projections of the score, but like who they're playing and if they're injured, all that. And it's a lot of information you have to process. And then you think you do the right thing and come Sunday or Thursday night or whenever they play, the guy goes off for like 40 points and you're going, 
You sit in on my bench. Great. Like, is so gut wrenching. But like, it, you always come back and do it again. Like it, we're yeah. glutton, we're West Virginia football fans. We're glutton for punishment. We're used to yes. it. Well, yeah. Um, dude, I have. So last year, I'm like I'm in these three leagues. So one league um, is a new league for my wife and I. It's with our friends here in Long Island. Nice. They're huge football fans. Like they were talking. They, we had a huge group text before the draft, and it was just like literally everyone talking smack, um, which was great. And then we're in another league with my brother-in-law. So my wife's uh, brother and a lot, a bunch of his friends. Um, we're usually pretty good in that one. And then my other league that I'm feeling miserably at, wish I could just drop out and just curl up in a ball and cry um, is with my buddy from college and his wife, oh, a couple of his friends that I know and, and my wife and all that. And last year was the draft and I think I had flag football or something. So I missed the first two or three rounds of the draft because I was playing football. I look at my draft. I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. I text him. I go, how did I get this lineup? He goes, what do you mean? I go, look at what I drafted so far. I haven't even made a pick. It's been auto. My first pick was Alvin Kamara. My oh. second pick was Michael Thomas. My third pick was Travis Kelsey. Oh, wow. I went, how? Granted, Michael Thomas got hurt and has basically fallen off the edge of a cliff and never coming back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I came in third in that league last year. My wife won it. And I had the most point. I had the biggest point differential. I crushed everyone besides like two people where my team was on like buys and all that oh my um, goodness but it was so much fun and, and last year i was in another league with some of my flag football friends and it came down to it we we're looking at it going all right there's four of us left all right you're beating him though so that's there's really three of us we, our game hasn't even concluded do you want to just split the, the cash prize and it was like I want to say almost $300 the winner would have gotten. So we said, you know what? Sure. We all split it. We all got a hundred bucks and I came in second. So I was like, I'm actually really happy I did that because my team got blown out in the championship game. Even though I had a solid team, my, my other buddy had an even better one. So, wow. And like you guys split the pot. Yeah. Or it was it was smart because we all made and my buddy is a finance guy so we, he was the one that's like oh we should do this one i trust you because you work at fidelity and you're smart but that's all that's as far as i'm going to go with you uh trusting you on this one but oh my gosh it was it was great um come back every year you know i i love fantasy but um have you get, won any have you won any uh, fantasy i've won a like probably four or five different times. Shout out to uh, you. Yeah. I, I've won a couple, some money a couple times on it. And then of course, just non-money leagues. But um, I, there's, there's literally times where I sit there and go, how did I win? My team was total garbage. Oh my God. There was one year I had, I rotated through five or six different quarterbacks because mine kept getting hurt or were horrible. Oh and gosh. I went to the championship game and won. Oh my gosh. You know who my starting quarterback was? 
probably somebody stupid. Fitzpatrick. Exactly what my point. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta freaking love it. I was just like, how does this happen? But like, yes, I, I, I love when like I, this year my team is doomed now in one of my <laughs> leagues because Derrick Henry broke his foot. So, oh no! I was just oh my like, god, I forgot about that. I was just riding high. I was like, yeah, Derrick Henry all day long. Like, already has a thousand yards in like six games. This guy's mm-hmm. a beast. I, I always pick him. If I have the chance to pick Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook, those are the two I'm taking. I yeah, never touch McCaffrey. Crushing. I took Zeke this year, which mm-hmm. has been a horrible life decision. He's shown up for two games. Um, but, like, I saw that and I just cried. I was like, well, this is fun. Oh, my god, my season. I I'm love done. it. Oh, my um, goodness. But let, let, so we are, we covered basically half the stuff right here. Um, yes. Oh, hold on. I'm going to grab. You're going to have some background noise. I got to tell you a story of one okay. of my fantasy teams. Hold on. I'm going to to pause me. I will be right back. So you're going to need to come up with some background noise for like two minutes. Oh, boy. All right. Well, so if y'all just realized Kevin just left us uh, real quick, he has a background story to talk. Tell us about. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of touch base here uh if brand new to the podcast whatever you are um welcome thanks for enjoying talking with us um but we are in the middle of talking about fantasy football and fantasy sports man fantasy has definitely come up we have radio shows you have all these other draft kings uh fan duel all these things um but it's a lot of fun uh, i want to touch base on west virginia basketball real quick they won their first game against oakland um, which is great. One by seven. Yeah. Should have won by a little more. They were up by 15 points at one point. So, but Kevin is back. I'm we're back. Jump back into it. Yes. Don't, don't worry. I was just mumbling some random crap. So love it. We're good. Okay. So funny story. Hold on. Let me just shut my door real quick. You guys can still hear me, but one of the things is, so I have been, uh, you know, I talked about my CrossFit gym league, that I've been in for a couple years. Mm-hmm. So when we first had it, I used to work at Rutgers and oh I God. actually had like a trophy from them that they were clearing out and they were throwing out a bunch of different trophies. So I had a trophy from them that I decided, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to have this as like our fantasy football title. So we had the trophy. We're passing around for two years. Then one of the people who was in our league isn't in our this wasn't in our league anymore because of, you know, BS, but we never got the trophy back because it was lost. So I always told myself that if I ever have, if I ever win, for me, I want to go ahead and buy myself something cool. And I've always wanted a title belt. So if you guys have listened to our podcast, I am a huge wrestling fan. And I've, oh, I grew up in the 90s where wrestling is, was its best, and I always wanted to buy myself a title belt. So for the first time ever, last year, I won my gym league with everyone, and I went on Instagram Live. I remember this. To go ahead and show them my winnings because it arrived. And as you can see, bada boom, that is my fantasy winnings for uh 
last year. This was my gift to myself. Uh, I got it on a promo. Please tell me you have that displayed in your bedroom somewhere. It is on my desk by my Xbox. I want to hang it, but I don't have the proper clippings for it. And Mama Cueva would probably be really mad if you hung yeah, it up. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so I'm going to let them know that I'm talking about my title belt for our Instagram viewers here. <laughs> but yeah, so literally I, I got this belt and this is like my baby. And my idea is if I were to win fantasy this year, I want to create a belt for the league. That'd be cool. So yeah. This is not fantasy, ba- fantasy football, basketball, any sport related. So mm-hmm. I have friends that when I worked at the University of Texas, I've become two of my best friends. Um, gone, they come to my wedding. I went to one of theirs. And when I'm in one of theirs in December. Yeah. Um, but like all these fun things, we decided to do a match, March Madness. So Anyone that knows March Madness, it's 64 teams, 68 uh, teams buying. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a whole episode on that. If we're still rocking with this, oh, we're gonna have a whole episode we, on March Madness. We'll, we'll definitely sure. get there. But this it, your your title belt reminded me of this. So we've been doing it just the three of us. It's very weird. We have three people and we all allowed two brackets each. So we add up the scores and do that. Um my my thought was all right. Let's just do something fun. My friend's now husband had his dad create us a actual trophy. I don't have oh, it. I dope. won it. I won last year. And my buddy was supposed to bring it up for my wedding. He has yet. He did not bring it up. He did not bring it up for our friend's wedding in Ohio. He so needs to get that to you. I'm ASAP. going down to Texas where that trophy is. And I'm telling him, I want my trophy. Uh, Paul, if you are listening to this, I'm going to get my trophy, uh, and display it proudly in my office. But like, it's just such a fun running joke of like, we got this random trophy and it's, it's one of those, like the black bottom and like a, a trophy on the top. It's, <laughs> it's something's really stupid, but I think it like is engraved saying like the Texas gang. And that's what we called ourselves. There's some, I don't know why, um, like the Texas game madness champion or something like that. So oh my God, it's, it's something fun, but yeah, it's definitely a good time. I love it. All right. So Kevin, it looks like you do more than just football. You do basketball. Yeah. So yes, I oh. started doing fantasy basketball during 2020 when we were in COVID my, um, one of my cousins, shout out to my guy, Noel, Huge sports guy. He actually writes sports articles. He goes, takes pictures for tennis because he's a big tennis fan. Well, I definitely have to have him on our podcast at some point because he's been asking us. Um, but he randomly hit me up. He's like, yo, Kev, kid, you want to do a fantasy basketball? I know you're a basketball fan. And he uh, I was like, I'm not going to lie, man. I don't really do like fantasy basketball. It's just like takes so long. I was like, I know. But like we figured it, we do it for fun. So we did it for fun one year. And we're like, honestly, I don't want to do it if there's no money on the line. Because honestly, if you're doing it for fun, after like three weeks, you're going to be like, all right, this ain't fun anymore. So we ended up doing it um, again for 2020, I think. I'm trying to forget. So we did we did it 2019. Then 2020, we uh, rehashed it for money this time. And then now... We did it again. So um, pretty much our league 
is based off of categories one. So you have like field goal percentage, a free throw percentage, points, rebounds, blocks, steals, um, turnovers. So like whoever wins the most categories throughout the week is the winner for the week. And right now I am two and oh, nice. I was the number five pick. Uh, I, I will give you a snapshot of who my squad is. My team is named Get Your Greek Freak On in honor of my first overall pick, the Greek Freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I have him on my team. I have Shy Gilgis Alexander, Bradley Beal, Anthony Edwards, Clint Capella, Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes from the Kings. Pretty solid team right Yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm doing it. What's up? So I've done fantasy basketball. Back in like college, I did it with a bunch of my friends at University of New Hampshire. And honestly, it was the worst experience of my life. I, I just know oh, I could not like I love basketball, but like having to set your lineup every night and so changing things. I, yeah. I, I honestly I was just like, nope, never doing this again. It was horrible. So, it was a horrible experience. So luckily, so we're on the ESPN version and pretty much you can set it like a like three weeks in advance if you don't want to deal with it so luckily i usually set mine on like the saturday to set up for the next week and if there's any like injuries i just check on those so it's been a little bit easier now that, that i've developed this system but like i no no i remember during because like, i did fantasy basketball back in the day and having to wait hard. every day like it's literally you might as well just pull your teeth out because yeah. It was the worst. Yeah. And and for me now, it's just like, I don't do anything but football. I don't, I, it's, I think I, I, if you want to count March Madness, then we can count March Madness. But like fantasy football is the only one I do because that's the only one I care about. Basketball, like I said, is just got to do, to be too much. Yeah. It, I know hockey I did hockey and, one time. Okay. And it was, it was How interesting. Was um, weird. Because like you had like five goalies on your team, you had like all, it was a big team. It was like thirty people. I'm going. There's so many going on. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, and all that. Um, I have friends that are into fantasy baseball. Oh my goodness, I did fantasy baseball one year, and how I just bad I didn't was, know what to do. How I bad? didn't know what to do. It, like I've heard my buddy does it, and he does like live drafts with his friends, like goes and sits and they go oh, i'm like i can't even name more than like <laughs> maybe 10 baseball players at this point in my time in my lifetime like baseball has just become such Ugh. an uncharacteristic I, I don't even know like unwatchable type sport until it gets to the playoffs for me because it's no, 182 it's, it is so games. hard it's so many honestly it's for me it's like who's on the yankees and then maybe anybody that's super cool so like players i know not on the yankees boba shit because he has a cool name from the blue jays vlad guerrero jr because i was a big fan of his dad dude he lit it up for the fisher cats uh when he was uh, playing there because they are the affiliate for the blue jays yeah dude was lighting it up yeah him and then the pitcher that the, the 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 pitcher who's like hits like dingers, what's his name? Otani, 
Otani. Oh yeah, the guy from the Angels. And yeah, of course, everyone's favorite Mike Trout. I that's about. Yeah, sorry for all my baseball players. Maybe we're. I have a couple of buddies that like are yes. really big into baseball. Maybe they can like enlighten me a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that yeah, is sorry. baseball's tough for me. Sorry, anyone that is baseball fans and is listening to this podcast, Kevin and I really don't care about baseball as you can tell i i mean like i i only care when the yankees win and i try to like i try to catch up uh, like i have like you know people at work that like you know we're big into baseball and like yeah okay i just it's it, i just need to like immerse myself more but there's if but by the time i want to immerse myself into baseball basketball and like football already yeah. started coming and it's, and I'm it's like, a lot right. of it's a, it starts in April. Like I, I like spring training. It's fun. Uh, I think I pay attention to that more because there's nothing going on. <laughs> That's true. Point. Yeah. Because it's literally like it's every dead week. For football basketball yep. is like kind of wrapping in there. up. It's but um, all-star break February is frame. Whatever uh, is usually when they start, you know, spring training and getting into that. Uh, so it's like, okay, that's on hockey is still playing. But hockey to me still isn't super big. I, I never grew up watching it, so like it's not huge until like you know the, the Bruins are playing and I can watch them. I'll watch it. Um, we'll say this about hockey, and I, maybe this is a topic for another podcast. But now that they are on a little bit more accessible TV, like yeah. being on ESPN, that I think I can possibly get into hockey a little bit more because I'm gonna be honest, Mary. I never. I don't know what channel. NBC sports net is like, and that's where all baseballs all hot. I'm yeah. sorry, not baseball. All hockey is. I so like, but I know where ESPN is. If you're not on ESPN and you're not covering, you know, that's, it's hard for me as a sports fan to try and follow you unless you're yeah. in my local teams. Cause I could just, I know I can find you on my local stations like MSG. For right. my yeah, exactly. But it's just tough, but like, yeah, but they're getting better, which I'm happy that they're starting to get some hockey on ESPN because I, w- I would love to try and get into hockey a little bit more. It, it's fun to watch. Like, I have no idea about any of the rules. I'm just like, oh, it's cool. Guy's hitting people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like such a basic human being. Oh, let me hit you. Okay. Um, uh, let's get into the next topic, sports betting. Um, I I don't do it. I, I I actually don't bet on, like, very much anything. Even when my buddy's like, oh, let's bet, like, five bucks. I'm like, eh, not really. I don't like spending my money that way. I like being smart with my money. <laughs> Granted, I buy sneakers and do other stupid shit stuff on my money. So like, I can't say it's I'm always smart, um, but I've never been into sports betting. What about you? Have you ever? I, I know you yeah. told us a story about like FanDuel or something or yeah. DraftKings. So I'll be honest. I'm not a huge sports better. I just I think I need to under learn how to understand what to do more. Um, mm. So shout out to my friend, Michelle. She is a big sports better. Um, a couple of our other friends, like my friend Andy, her husband Joe is big into sports betting. They do a lot of all those crazy like sport book type things. But um, I will tell you a funny story. Um, it has to do with our buddy from Dub V, our buddy Leland Reed. So I remember um, this is in the infancy of when DraftKings was coming out. And FanDuel was making it big. Um, so I decided, you know what? I'm bored. Let me try and, like, 
you know, try this like betting thing. So I started to get into, I think it's called like the daily, it's the daily fantasy lineup where you yeah, just kind of pick like, like the, the daily best pick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember I did a couple of them and then I got like a $20 free play one year of when I joined DraftKings. And I remember I'm like testing it out. And then I remember on the, on like Tuesday, I look in like the account where like you see where your money is and it said plus a thousand. And I'm like, what? And I remember I texted Leland the screenshot of what I had. And he goes, holy shit, bro. You just won a freaking thousand dollars. And I literally was like, no freaking way. So I remember the minute I like, I had so you apparently when you like try to transfer your money out, like I had to do it in like increments. So like I couldn't just transfer out like a thousand dollars like straight out. You had to like to pay like a fee. But like I got I like sent it all to my account and I was like, oh my God, I just got a thousand dollars out of nowhere just to play a game. So that was the greatest. And I remember after that point, I was like, I'm not doing any more sports betting. <laughs> I'm hanging up my title. I'm I hanging won. up my title. I think I did it for like two more times. And I think the most I won was $8. So yeah. from that point, I was like, honestly, I don't even need to play any more uh, fantasy sports because I, I, I'm i good. I love like hearing all the fan duel and DraftKings like commercials. Hey, come on. And I'm like, I've downloaded them both like numerous times. And I think I still have DraftKings on my phone, but I just never like gotten into like the fact that like i'm gonna put money into this virtual wallet and i'm gonna spend my money on this it's just yeah. hard for me but like i remember when i was in vegas um i went out there twice for summer league uh for the nba for a couple conferences mm-hmm. um and walking around the casinos and seeing the sports betting oh yeah that that level of sports betting is unreal like you're sitting there and I'm sitting there with my friends and we're watching the tickers. And it's not just like ESPN where it's right on the bottom of the screen. It's just one little thing. There's like 30 of them on oh my massive screens. And you're going, you're like literally just going back and forth, back and forth. I'm going, this is crazy. This, how, how do people do this? Like they just sit here and do this all day and they got tickets in it. I'm like, it's mind boggling, but you know, there, there's so many people that are so good at it. They know how to read the lines. They know this. You know, the only thing that sports betting that I notice and stuff is like the over underscores and the point differential. Like that is what I yeah. pay attention to because if you're going to bet, that's kind of what you pay attention to. Yeah, that's the um, only thing I know about too is those over unders like, oh, you got to make sure you check this out and make sure, you know, Okay, so you got to make sure they win by this or make sure they don't lose by this much. Um, it's super fascinating to me, and I wish I could understand it more. I have a, a bunch of people at work that like love to do all that stuff, and I'm like, kind of like, oh my god, I can't even keep up. But I know like people are all about their spreads, and I think even like, like the media knows how big it is right now because even when you watch games. They show the lines oh, yeah. under the games now, which has never been done before. It's crazy. Yes. Legit, like, and it's how people get so good at it is mind boggling. Um, I've watched so many different 
documentaries on sports betting. It's mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's crazy how many people like have gotten caught, done all those things. Like, oh yeah, that's know, like the whole other side of everything. Hey, Pete Rose is the be- the best example ever of sports betting and. Uh, the, what the 1929 Chicago White Sox that all bet <laughs> through the yeah. World Series because they were making money off of it. Um, Tim Donahue from the NBA throwing uh, NBA games. I always love the uh, rumors when they come out and be like, oh, I wonder if this guy was sp- like betting on his, his sport or something because he didn't play well. It's like, maybe just not played well. Um, I know yeah. there's some guy out in the Sharks for San Jose Sharks for the hockey team. I think he's suspended still. I don't know if it's mm. – I know they there's rumors that he was betting on his games. Um, but I think he's suspended because he had a fake COVID card. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I was watching a Netflix documentary of a guy from – uh arizona state i think it was oh yeah it's on netflix and that talked about where he was point shaving whoo that is something else if anybody is looking for an interesting doc uh i forgot what it's called but it's based off a point shaving i watched i forgot the player who it's on but it's amazing how like he could have easily been like a top nba draft pick and he just threw it all away because well, and the problem yeah. is, is like you, you got kids in college that, you know, they weren't lying when they say, I didn't have anything. They didn't feed us. They didn't do it. Like, that's what happens. Like we yeah. can, Kevin and I went to a school that is a huge athletic school, but we had friends that would tell us the exact same thing. So yeah, when you're in the early nineties, late nineties, whatever, whenever it all occurred, someone flashes you 10, five grand. Whew. I, I won't lie. I would have done the same thing and hey, you make money. Nobody needs to eat, but like the ramifications of it, you're not thinking about in that moment. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this is much worse. This is going to get a lot worse. And before it gets better. Now I remember the guy like moved back to Dallas and he's from the Dallas area. And he runs like a nonprofit to actually help people with that kind of stuff. Um, one of the sports betters actually turned into a collegiate, um, like, I can't, like, finance guy where he sat down and showed how to work through finances for student athletes, how to stay out of schemes like this. Like, and I'm like, you guys are horrible people for what you did and ruining the game for a little bit, but you turned it around. You did something really good. So mm-hmm. um, sports betting, not our cup of tea, as you can tell. We're not yeah. Really if anybody wants it. to, if anybody wants to talk about sports betting and how they do things, we'd love to have you on the pod. Give us your knowledge. We're all about sharing and uh, merit. Are we going to have a record timing of ending our episode so on early? time my gosh uh, we could uh, i i i i don't have, really have anything else besides yeah. um west virginia basketball one um Duke beautiful tips off against kentucky shortly about, about two minutes yeah um let's hope both of them lose somehow that'd be fantastic 
All right. Well, you know, we can't we can't have all things like that happen. <laughs> I know I can't have everything happen for me today. Like I just yeah. Um. Um. Uh, but how about this? So let's. Uh. So basically, we have some episodes coming down the pike. Mm. Um. So manly musings. We have episode six coming next week, but episode seven, this the next week it will be the week of Thanksgiving. We we ought to be thankful. Um, we're we're gonna have our first guest join us. Who that's going to be? Uh, Merritt. We literally and I, have no idea. I mean, I have an idea who I would like to invite. Uh, we will. Merritt and I will discuss who that person or persons would be. But um, we're definitely gonna have somebody on. We might make it like a mailbag episode. Um, so. I think what we're going to do is in the next couple of weeks, and I'll probably say on next week's pod also, you know, we'll, if you guys are looking for some certain topics you want to ask us, any questions you want to ask us as well, please feel free to join us. And I guess it's, 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 is it the outro, outro time? I think it's your time. Oh my I, gosh. I, I think it is your time to do wow. your outro. So well, that- here we go, guys. So, uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you again for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, follow us on our Instagram at the Manly Musings Podcast. Uh, you can follow us, me and Merritt, on our personal Instagrams if you want. You can find it from there. Watch our YouTube videos at the Manly Musings Podcast page on YouTube. And take care and good night. <laughs>